here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, world. Let me get this show going for the first time ever. Let's see. I've got some buttons to push and get some soundtracks down and turn sound down. All right. We're doing something uniquely different today, even though we got a late start. I apologize for that. I hope everybody is fine on the planet. We're going to introduce something we've had like ancient forever, ever, eternally, and uh, appreciate you showing up. So we're going to do some uh, talking with people (laughs) about Wiccans, and uh, it seems like I had plenty of sleep to do this show today and get this going as something new. We've been here nine years on the airwaves, but this is the first time to do Wicca, also termed pagan witchcraft, which is a modern pagan religion. Now, scholars of religions categorize this as both a new religious movement, but I have the Ascension Age, and I do count that as a religious movement, but it's really more of philosophy. And it's both a new religious movement and part of the occultist stream of Western esotericism, Mm. a form of modern paganism, especially Mm. a tradition found in England in the mid-20th century and claiming its origin in pre-Christian religions. Who's this? Is this Melinda? This is Melinda D'Amico. (laughs) <laughs> How are you? Are you Do you know anything? Hi, let's introduce you. Uh, I don't know if you know anything. This came upon me to do this yesterday. So, folks, this overwhelming spirit came over me to present the truth, but I'm a charmed one. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Melinda, Melinda is, too, and Richard T. Knight is. Uh, just so everybody knows, you're listening in on a private conversation on radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is Melinda C. D'Amico. And Melinda uh, has not really been studying your ancestry, have you? But you've been helping people in the service to others as we yes, do. Yes, I've been providing services to people for a very long time, you know, uh, from home remedies to just uh, giving a live reading, what comes up right in my heart, my gut about a person, and just telling the person right then and there. And, uh, you know, having the person explain what they feel and back and forth communication. So that's the way I've been providing services for a very long time, my whole life. I mean, it goes back to even, oh, my God, it's like, when I started to understand and make sense that there is something 
special or there's something a little different. Um, it started to I get a little scared because I'd say to my mom, you know, I tell you something and you know what's going to happen, right? And she goes, yeah, I know. I know already. So you don't have to tell me. And it just happens. Whatever I say, if it's a letter is going to fall off the tree, it's going to fall off the tree, and that's it. End of the story, no wrong, no if questions. It just happens. And it's it's been like that, and it's gotten stronger. And I, I never second-guess myself, mm-hmm. you know. You know, sometimes people think that, oh, you, you, I don't lose it. It seems like it's, it's something that it's a powerful thing that it's given to me. And so I appreciate it, and I try to keep touch with it in the best way that I can. Um, well, but I know as there's far a lot as of the people... pagan stuff, I've never known anything of that. I've read of stuff like that. Um, yeah. But I've never practiced anything like that because I wouldn't know what to do because I'm not from that. Well, I've been in a couple of uh, groups in my 40 or 50 years in this reality, but uh, and I was never the leader of the group, but mm-hmm. I've been a participant. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're like uh, mostly women, mostly yes. wise women. And uh, we are a lot like uh, the mountain women. When I lived 20 years in Kentucky is where the two solid pagan groups uh, met. And uh, one was uh, mostly women, and we met every other, uh, every other, like every, how you say this, uh, at least usually based on the moon, whining and waning. Oh, uh, I understand. Okay, that kind of schedule. Gotcha, and, I got it. And okay. We always practice Beltane, and, and uh, there's a whole lot of education in this that I've written about for years online mm-hmm. and put it out there, especially for Halloween. And mm-hmm. we even started our Stargate to the Cosmos event mm-hmm. wrapped around Beltane and Halloween. So uh, folks... It's not like you're out there uh, drinking blood and killing babies. I think the world has gotten a completely wrong way of thinking of what people do, especially politically. Mm-hmm. And somehow now that we've gone through uh, the universes and studied the planes and dimensions and realms, it's getting down to this planet being uh, anything that can uh, separate out of the old warmongers. So Richard T. Knight is one of my directors for my Ascension Cosmos oracles, and uh, I sort of sprung this uh, on him. Uh, and it's raining here and there, and it's real hard for us when it's raining to do radio. Uh, these empathic sensitives, but. We are going to create this show, and you guys may think we're total idiots for doing so, not knowing what we're doing, but we're just old souls and wise women that study uh, research history, books, things that are written about this subject, and yet uh, we don't have a practicing group, but I don't think they'll count that against us for our not-for-profit. Because this is going to be $5 per person to join, and we will grow it based on everyone's talents and skills and levels 
uh, uh, qualifications for research and education and teaching because we're all students and we're all teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been paying for nine years for this service to get out there. Now, we're going to do other topics, too. Some of you that don't want to do because you're scared or in fear of that, which you don't understand or know. But we also practice uh, occult, meaning unknown wisdom. But just let me get these dates out of the way. But Richard wanted to make sure that uh, his family has been in this for thousands of years as a knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. He's also a practicing police, our security-minded, our investigative. Uh, he's one of our investigative reporters. But he's also an, uh, one of writing a book with me for Encounters with Men in Black that we can get into as well. But there's various forms of divination. And uh, let me read this for everybody. Uh, now, Wicca and the law, I just want you to understand this is uh, – Interesting. So I'll just read this for me and you uh, to get this started, uh, uh, Melinda, okay, real quick. Now, this source is called uh, Modern Wicca, A History from Gerald Gardner to the Present by Michael Howard. Now, these are just quick. It says Wicca. Now, we can change the way we uh, form Wicca in Ascension Age because the whole reality of uh, alchemy is change is uh, the form of alchemy that we practice is for the positive and the good, recognizing we all have dark lighters as well as light lighters, our white lighters, <laughs> light mm-hmm. and dark. Okay, and Working. so we have light workers and truth seekers. But mm-hmm. I don't have any dark lighters in our group because there's enough of that to go around all over the planet. It's not that yeah. we don't recognize them. We're not mm-hmm. practicing with them. So here's the law that says what we can do because with our company, now our company is American Communications Online, Broadcast Online. Media News Publishing, and people can get us off the air anytime mm-hmm. they want to on the dark side if we're doing light side work. Right. But mm-hmm. this is uh, to bring light to this Wicca and the law. So in 1986, Wicca was recognized as an official religion in the United States through the court case Detmer versus Landon. D-E-T-T-M-E-R was the name of a person, V-L-A-N-D-O-N. In the case, incarcerated Wiccan, apparently this man claimed to be a bona fide Wiccan, W-I-C-C-A-N. I'm throwing that in as a side note. Let me read this. Let me read this, but try not to comment. In the case, incarcerated Wiccan Herbert Daniel Detmer was refused ritual objects used for worship. The Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that Wicca was entitled to First Amendment protection like any other religion. In 1998, a Wiccan student in Texas enlisted the aid of the ACLU after the school board tried to prevent her from wearing Wiccan jewelry and black clothes. The board reversed its view. In 2004, the Indiana Civil Liberties Union fought to reverse a judge's decision that divorcing Wiccans were not allowed to teach their faith to their Uh sons. In 2005, U.S. Army Sergeant Patrick D. Stewart became the first Wiccan 
serving in the U.S. military to die in combat. His family was refused a Wiccan pentacle on his gravestone. As a result of a course case initiated by the Americans United for the Separation of Church and State, State. Wiccan symbols are now accepted by the Veterans Administration. Wow. The number of practicing Wiccans in the United States has proven difficult to estimate with sources reporting from 300,000 to 3 million practitioners. So there you go, folks. And this is the law written by the source, Modern Wicca, a history from Gerald Gardner to the present, Michael Howard. Now, this was presented on the History Channel, which many of you probably know through Prometheus Entertainment and other producers. And this is when they did the history of Wicca. So I see no reason since it's been presented uh, that we shouldn't cover this. Now, I will help. Uh, there's some people. Now, one time when I tried to cover a gentleman to come on, uh, and he was uh, with uh, Thomas Anthony Sinisi, and his name was Williams, if I remember his last name, but Tommy could remember. I thought I invited Tommy because Tommy is also former Wiccan coven human form uh, and had his people from the time he was a teenager. So we'll have Tommy come on another time uh, as a, a Wiccan guest for as a historian. And so we have two uh, bona fide educators that teach uh, these things. And uh, Melissa and I are more of your investigative reporters and researchers, and we don't have a coven, and uh, we're on radio as journalists. She's with ACO Press Club, which is my company, Press Club, and I am with Society of professional journalists. Now, some people may think we're witches <laughs> because we use a pen. <laughs> we write and we research and yeah. uh, we like to know things. So we're educators, folks. So we're teachers. Uh, Melinda and Teresa yeah. are teachers and uh, educators. So this day in history, you know, what is Wicca? Now, there's various ways we can uh, talk about this, but Wicca is a modern-day nature-based pagan religion through rituals and practices vary among who identify as Wiccans. So there's all types of Wiccans, like there's all types of Baptists or all Anabaptists or uh, all types of different groups is uh, Christians. I don't know if you all know that, but there's... Uh, all types of First Baptist, Second Baptist, Third Baptist churches. There's uh, Methodists. They're still uh, called Christians. Uh, Catholics call themselves Catholics, but they still relate in the Christian. And then there's usually Christian, Jews, and Muslims under the Abrahamic faith, meaning that they started with Abraham. Isn't that so? So this is how historically we start talking. Now, there was many world religions prior to uh, the Catholicism, relig uh, Jewish religion, Muslim religions, and uh, pagan and Christian combined historically. So I don't. Uh, I've, I've watched many, many shows on uh, YouTube and History, uh, the History Channel, 
and uh, read Wikipedia, of course, and uh, been with groups, and we have lots and lots of books. Now, I follow the traditions of uh, publishers. I have Timely Manor books, and my mother was a writer, and so uh, her. I come from a long line of school teachers. Oh, wow. uh, they always had a, cele- a celebration of a mystic order of women in groups, and uh, they come from different orders and usually had something to do with women, goddesses, and moons, <laughs> or the eastern star. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, you know, you'll have to study that uh, because I got to go as a child. Now, also in the Masons, my father dressed me up in my prettiest Sunday fluffy in the 50s and uh, dressed me up and took me to mason meetings for children which sounds wow. very spooky yeah but uh, they you know was, that yeah. when you say that that Go reminds ahead. me of the lodge okay there's plenty of lodges those are those are called groups or clubs yeah. or mm-hmm. secret same, orders kind of the same kind of uh understanding though yeah exactly they're groups trying to educate themselves with more power as a group and this is the one thing i can see is they're called fellowship lodges mm-hmm. and in and uh, in, in universities they have fraternities for men and mm-hmm. sororities for women for women and they're all they're all based on on more than energy of people all doing the same thing trying to educate themselves in camaraderie mm-hmm. having comrades is camaraderie, which I felt strange when my husband died as American veteran. He was a CIA spy. I can say that now that he's dead for the CIA. But oh. I learned a lot from him while I was married to him, Melinda. So there's a lot about you and me. We don't know about each other. Right. So this is how people got to be in these groups and clubs and paid their membership dues. Right, correct. And I don't That's know how because I've heard about it. Um, I know that people always, I used to hear back when I was a kid growing up, that if you are a person and you uh, leave your family and you want to move somewhere, you would hook up with a lodge or some organization and they help you find a job and make that happen. And I know people too be very, very active and social with those organizations, and they've never been, you know, looking for a job, always have, you know. So there's pros and cons. I can't think of any of the cons except if you have people, oh, my God, I guess Janet's going to come on. Hold on. Hold on, and I'll I'll put them on here. Okay, hold on. Just everybody stand by. Uh, Okay, standing by. That's a good topic, something different. I'm on. She called, but she didn't want to come on. She's like, no. I didn't even tell her what the subject was. Oh, (laughs) People are protected because of their political status. She was very much a political extremist on the left uh, as married to a Jew, (laughs) Russian Jew. Doctor, but now her husband was uh, was the head director of our uh, Ascension Ace Folk Life Center, 
in Hawaii, and he and I knew each other for years, Melinda, uh, and Janet. I've known Janet since 1993 when she came to my psychic uh, group. I had a huge event at the uh, Hilton Hawaiian Village, which was a very expensive uh, venue for me. And uh, my group, I told you, you know, I've had groups, but I wasn't the head. So I was working at that time with uh, a girl that had all the psychic readers down in uh, Hawaii on Main Street, which was uh, in Waikiki Village in uh, Hilton, uh, uh, the Waikiki area, downtown Waikiki. And we had a lot of artists, including Red Skelton, Tony Curtis. But I was an artist, and I wasn't a druid or a uh, witch, I was a psychic, and I still am, and I'm considered an uh, empath, and mm-hmm. I can foresee the future like Melinda can. So uh, uh, in, in today's world, uh, in movies, they call us precogs. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know if you saw the minority report, but we would be the women under the water with the <laughs> – uh, we don't need that kind of water as far as I know, and I, they're not shooting fluids in our system, and we're not going to be controlled that way. But right. we, uh, for whatever gifts, they, they called women that had these forethought gifts witches, but there's a whole story of men taking away our real estate uh, in the past. So ergo, I've in this reality, I don't own any real estate. Do you own any real estate, Melinda, they can no. take from you? No. Oh, good. All right. So this is not a fear. It's a knowing. And so when you have a knowing in this reality, you just don't keep making the same mistakes mm-hmm. in your life as you come back to this planet, if you're coming back to this planet. Now, I chose to come back to this planet to do this type of work, but I didn't really know I was going to be brave enough to introduce ancient world religions. I didn't know I was going to do that. I didn't even know I was going to do this today. So I had to pay a bill to be on here to do this. I only had one last month. Uh, now, this is a report or a uh, – yeah, it is. It's an oral report on Wiccan today. Now, I don't know why it wanted to be discovered today uh, on radio as a uh, up-and-coming movement, but it is, and we're going to celebrate that as wise women uh, with Melinda and Teresa being that we're honoring uh, everybody uh, that do uh, want to learn and educate and not be in fear of those with rituals and practices that have the time to go to these festive celebrations, solstices, and equinox celebrations. But in my reality, I've always known that they're part of me. Now, we have uh, mainly, let me go back to this Wiccan uh, topic. The honoring of a male god and a female goddess and the incorporation of herbalism and other natural objects into rituals is what is uh, like ritual practices and are protected because they are part of our religion and our world thought. For Wiccans practice their religion according to an ethical code, and many believe in reincarnation, which I happen to. Now, growing up, it was against my religion, because I was a Latter-day Saint, a practicing Latter-day Saint, being that I was sealed in the temple with my husband and children, which is also a ritual 
And you have to be very clean, not smoke, not drink. I never did anyway, so that was right up my alley. But in, uh, for many of you that are listening, this was – I was a member uh, May 10th – or was it May 12th? I think it was May 12th, 1972. Now, uh, they've since killed me, so I'm no longer a member of that church by uh, – not by choice, and nor did they excommunicate me. I've not been excommunicated at all. As a matter of fact, I've talked to the local bishop and know his name here locally, but, uh, and I've talked to the elders that came by. But they were lacking education, and they had the lack of uh, knowledge of their own church. Now, these are just boys. This is a ritual for the LDS church to go out after they become a certain level and they're given a uh, after high school 18 they can choose between 18 and 21 i believe to go on a mission or you can probably go on a mission all your whole life as uh if you have the means but this is just say the church will honor and respect your wishes to go out on a mission and spread the religion as elder well no they're not even elders real well we call them elders maybe they are uh it's a ritual in the church where they become elders and they're given the title elder this elder that and they wear these name uh, usually black tags uh, mm-hmm. with uh, their name and they usually wear white shirts and black pants or dark pants and a belt and it used to be they always wore suits when yeah. I was growing up and they would visit people in twos they're uh, always going to uh, two or more gather in his name. He is there also, as I imagine it's part of their ritual. But since I wasn't an elder, I wasn't indoctrinated into their uh, being an elder and going out. But now the women, now uh, I've met two women at Walmart that were uh, elder missionaries, but I don't know what they're called, uh, sisters, uh, which is not like an elder. The sisters That's a different have a level, di- right? different ritual. Right. This uh, an elder is not the same, right? It's not. It's 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 not the same. The sisters we call everybody a sister in that church. Right. And I was sister parish uh, when I was in uh, Alabama, but now in Texas I was sister parish, and I went to the Alvin Ward. And uh, when I was a police officer, when I was a law enforcement, how can I say this? I was in law enforcement taking psychology at the Alvin Community College back in the, oh, my God, back in the day. Let's see. <laughs> okay. How long ago was that? <laughs> I know. Were you even born yet? Let's see. I'm talking, you're probably, Were you? are you a 60s child? I don't even know. You're very no, young. No, I'm not a 60s child. <laughs> no. No. 70? 70. Were you born in the 70s? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, folks, this is very interesting for me to talk to a person that I've never met. And uh, she and I uh, met on, on – actually, she and I may have a past life like my other sister in uh, our uh, Ascension Church, Ohana, ordained director is uh, Sister Gwen, our uh, – this is Gwendolyn. Uh, now, I talked to Gwendolyn yesterday. That's a beautiful uh, Wiccan name, but she's an Isis creator goddess uh, from past lives. She's a very uh, a woman of color, very beautiful black woman, and very ancient. She's my elder. She's 76, and okay. uh, she and I haven't studied together, but she's in movies, and she's in the middle. 
she couldn't come on today uh, because she's in the middle of a negotiation for a movie. But oh. uh, we have a lot of women of color in Atlanta uh, that study what we study, all the world religions, and how they are putting them into movies and writing scripts. She's a script writer. And also, uh, I wouldn't say Billy Carson. She knows of him, but I met Billy Carson, and he's not any of this, uh, as far as I know, uh, elder sister, brother, Wiccan, warlock, because there's no – we don't use warlock anymore, which meant warmonger. The male, male domination is also called witches. Mm-hmm. But uh, Wicca is considered, uh, like I said, believing we're incarnation. But let me go on with this. What is Wicca? Now, this is just an interpretation in words, and we do study words in epistemology because everything is sound and vibration, energy, essence, and mm-hmm. Wicca is considered uh, a modern interpretation of the pre-Christian traditions. So I want to say that again. Wicca is considered a modern interpretation of pre-Christian traditions. Tradition. And most Christians that will really go back and study the world religions and where true Christianity came from, although uh, we're, uh, we're going to share this in an open light that's positive and good for all world religions and all that aren't world religions that are philosophies. Hold on. Hmm. I just woke up today, which doesn't make sense since I went to bed early and then 1 a.m., but I must have watched several Charmed Ones on Netflix, but uh, I didn't realize how much sleep I did not get. So though some involved claim a direct line to ancient practices, uh, they may be practiced uh, individuals or members of groups. Someone Sometimes you may know them as covens, C-O-V-E-N-S, and this is something, we didn't care how many people were in our group. We went out on the beach or we had goddess rituals, although uh, we had a man come up and sneak our clothes. <laughs> but we didn't uh, go naked. We wore bathing suits <laughs> like most people do. Mm-hmm. You wear bathing suits to go into the ocean, okay? But this was in Hawaii. Uh, but we uh, did have a meal and a bonfire and talk story around a campfire, which is still in a uh, world Today, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts do it. So there are many, many ancient rituals that people don't know that uh, even churches have uh, getaways and uh, summer camp for their children. And all these world religions have rituals. So, you know, it's you shouldn't be pointing the finger at any one or any ritual until you know the ancient practice that it comes from and why you're doing it. The, the Wiccans have uh, commonalities with Druidism. It's not really the same component, but we'll say that Druidism is an environmental component and is considered inspiration for the goddess movement and spirituality. So there, you'll find a lot of goddess movements. And I didn't know I was going to be chosen, and I didn't even discuss Wicca or anything. So this is sort of a thought-provoking uh, journey I'm on that uh, is gift-giving and talents and skills in this cyberspace culture we're creating. And believe it or not, Melinda, on LinkedIn, a, a group of goddesses found me and asked me to come on and be with their woman. I guess she's the leader of their group mm-hmm. in LinkedIn. Have you been? Have, has any goddess group approached you yet on LinkedIn? What's the name of them? Well, I don't know. Uh, I could go look at my email. 
is uh, something God, a goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S, is a goddess group movement and spirituality. And they want, I guess they're doing videos and uh, I don't even know anything about them because they haven't, all they did is send me uh, LinkedIn saying they'd like to interview me as a woman, you know, business entrepreneur in the goddess movement. So they're taking it like they found me on LinkedIn, which is business-like, which is owned by Microsoft. Uh, if everybody, uh, everything's uh, uh, like I'm doing radio waves, everything goes back to a higher level of uh, green. So Frequency. Microsoft, yeah, can you, uh, have you, can you be talking to me on your phone and look on your computer? Yeah, I could, I could whatever you, tell me something, I could Google it or whatever. Well, uh, just verify that LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft. I don't want to misspeak or misspeak on Wicca radio show about groups. LinkedIn that is meet an American business and employment-oriented online service that operates via websites and mobile apps. Launched on May fifth, two thousand three, the platform is mainly used for professional networking and all and allows job seekers to post their cover letters and employment history, et cetera, et cetera. So that's LinkedIn. Now, in your uh, Google search, we'll use Google because it's a common word. Google. Google. You know how to Google, Mm G-O-O-G-L-E. Who owns Google? And I want you to – who owns LinkedIn? Okay, who – Because you Google LinkedIn, Um, and I want you to Google – LinkedIn. LinkedIn first? Okay, LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Okay. LinkedIn. Uh, My higher consciousness is Microsoft. I think I've done videos. Uh, maybe I haven't yet. Maybe I'm getting that pretty clear. Instead, founded by, but it doesn't say um, Microsoft. Alphabet or Microsoft. It should say Microsoft is owned but doesn't uh, – bought LinkedIn or started LinkedIn. Founded in – Who owns? Put, all right, but my, does Microsoft own LinkedIn? Maybe you have to ask Google correctly. Okay, hold on a second. Now, folks, this is us using tools on the planet, which is the way Wiccans do now. So don't think they're going to go out and perform – magical golden trees or golden apples for you, please. Uh, so <laughs> if you find someone that does, please please refer them to me. I'd like to re- interview them on my radio. Microsoft owns LinkedIn. It says it right here in blue. Okay. It says related searches for Google, who owns LinkedIn, question mark. Then it returns with to you. LinkedIn, who owns? Who owns LinkedIn now? Then Microsoft in bold. Blue owns LinkedIn. There you so go. Plain is plain and so, simple. Yep. You just have to look on the screen. All right. So now the next all question right. is, who owns? Who owns Google? Come by. It should be Alphabet, Google. but let's see. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who owns Google? These are tools we use in all world faiths 
that are coming together in as evangelists of cyberspace culture. Okay. Including so me here. Okay. We will share the tools we use in Wicca now. <laughs> LinkedIn, Google. <laughs> right. Well, who owns the the top alphabet uh, people alphabet is the Google. That's the name. Is the parent company of Google, the world's largest search engine. Parents are also involved in various businesses such as cloud computing, software and hardware, advertising services, mobile and desktop applications. All those things can be done with utilizing Google. So um, it's... Alphabet Inc.? Huh? Does it say Alphabet Inc.? Alphabet. A-L-P-H-A-B-E-T. Alphabet Inc., yes. That's what I said. May... Uh, 30th, 2020 by Norij, whatever. Alphabet Inc., Google is the parent company of Google. Okay, now what is your source? What are you citing to us on radio for all of our listeners out there listening to Wicca on TJ CT Radio on American Communications Online? <laughs> Like our parent is American Communications Online. As of this month, I used my American Communications Online for my TJMRCT brand on Blog Talk Radio that is owned by BoxNest that is owned – it was uh, joined with Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, which I was already a member of, which Mm -hmm. is joined by iHeart, which I was already a member of. So iHeart Radio – all goes all the way up to what we're speaking on now. Uh, well, which, when I Googled uh, uh, who owns Google, it came up that Microsoft Bing did that, and then the whole thing with Alphabet Inc., uh, Google, Google is the parent company of Google, and the world's largest search engine came up. So that's what I was using to explain and help us define who is responsible for Google. So you use Google Browser, right? Because we just know to go yes, on to the I, internet. Yes, I use who, I ask the computer the who Google who Google who owns Google, and it's what came up. Okay, so there you go, folks. Now you can do this yourself, and in today's uh, practices, we use smartphones, and this is where the world is asking us to go globally so this is not a trend it's not going away this is a way of ritual and life now and people don't even act normal anymore because they're walking (laughs) around looking down at these black boxes so if you're my age uh when i was uh 10 or 15 years ago in kentucky i would go to these Groups of we had at the American Veteran. I was, I'm American AMVET. I was an AMVET member and paid dues. Uh, most of them are 30 to 60 a year, and uh, I was able as a volunteer for that AMVET or be an officer. I uh, worked for the uh, man that ran the entire group for the D uh, 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 dis- disabled vets. Mm-hmm. and the ambit, and we had this building out by the county fair, 
in Ohio County. And mm-hmm. I also helped organize with an Air Force woman, uh, Judy McClain, Judy McIntyre. Uh, anyway, I forget her name. Gosh, it's been a long time now, folks. That was 93. So what is this, 2003? Eight years ago. <laughs> uh, roughly, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's a good we time started... A huge uh, festival, and uh, the Ohio County Fair group, I remember a sheriff, he didn't like it so much, He uh, because he is the one that helped book the Ohio County Fair. And so I learned a little about politics, and I started writing for the weekly newspaper there, uh, uh, well, 98 to 2003, till, well, actually, till 2005, and I got to meet uh, the governor of Kentucky and a lot of people, including from the uh, movies, uh, uh, the reality show Survivor, uh, there because he came to speak and uh, promote the Republican Party at the time here in Survivor. It wasn't the Naked Man. It wasn't the first Survivor. It was one of the others, but not that it matters now. But there's amazing groups. The point is. All of this is like Wicca ritual. They're observations that include festivals and celebrations, and various groups have those, and they'll even bring in food, uh, carts, or have uh, what I did with other people, invite vendors for businesses, entrepreneurs, and we would also have uh, the fair, but we also had our own event called Bluegrass Events, and we had musicians come and play on the stage and my husband ran the equipment he was our sound man he was a guitar player and a very good thomas ray morris who's also a well-known artist the spy cia for our government and uh he worked out a country during his time 80 to 93 for president reagan and he and i went to on uh, these rituals for the president uh, at the time, uh, it wouldn't matter because we had been in uniform, but we were uh, hired as uh, independent agent contractors for President Reagan in what's called hip pocket orders to find out about UFOs. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting that I'm bringing that up on the Wicca show? <laughs> but it's an well, interpretation. there's a lot of correlations throughout this whole nest of conversations when for the cosmos, you know, the, you open you open that box, you know. <laughs> so, open the cosmos, yes, Atlantis, cosmos, the oracles, and how all these groups work is yeah, better I mean, it's, when you membership. When it's like me and uh, uh, Melinda doesn't have to pay anything to come on this show because she did her due diligence by being gifted and finding me and uh, telling me that she had desires, wishes, and we have wants, needs, and desires, wishes, and she wanted to grow on her spiritual path, but she didn't say that, really. She was more interested in uh, doing uh, radio, and she was already doing some radio on LinkedIn, and she started inquiring me, but you didn't come on my show, on my psychic show. Uh, You were inquiring uh, entrepreneurially or as a woman in business doing business at home, right? Yeah, and we discussed we discussed other different um, details and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. On the first show, so there is a show, 
if you want to know who Melinda is, where Melinda introduced herself, didn't you, Melinda? Did you have a yes, copy of that show? No, I don't have a so, copy of it. I, I know, it was it in May? I don't, yeah, I think so. I think you got started, so this is what, June, July. Uh, so we have a show of Melinda's history. If you're interested, she's in New Jersey and going to start a group there and be our Eastern Region Seaboard for all of our uh, nature-based, including Feng Shui, which asked her to help us in our real estate and our uh, architectural design. But she's not here where I'm at in Gulf Breeze. She's in New Jersey. But she can handle the eastern seaboard. And you can tell by her accent it's not from the south. Uh, Have you always lived in New Jersey? (laughs) No, no. I lived in New York my my whole life. I'm a New Yorker, a native New Yorker. But you talk—you don't really talk Boston, but you don't really talk real strong New Jersey. We have television shows with that accent, but yours is more New York. Then it has a. Uh, I think I it would be explain. more New York. I mean, I—I I, I lived in mm-hmm. Brooklyn a good portion of my life, and lived in Long Island a good portion of my life, and you know, come out this way now, so. I think my voice is probably more like, like kind of have like a a New York-ish kind of spiel to it. I'm not sure how to say it, but huh? Did you ever meet? uh, Did you ever meet former President uh, Trump, or did you meet? Oh no, I never met him. No, I never met him. No, you weren't at that level. Okay. Now, folks, what I, the reason I'm asking her that is to introduce levels, okay, because we have levels of practices and codes. We have ethical codes, but we also have groups that meet in different levels based on income and influence, and this is very, very powerful. It's not – and I've learned this from a lot of people, even at GoDaddy, uh, some of their people I talk to. It's not – not always what you know, but who you know. Who you know. And some of the, some of the young people know this, whether they've gone to college and been in fraternities or sororities or uh, groups. But if you watch the Charmed Ones, the new one is the one I'm watching because I watched three different versions of Charmed. And how I got into it was my logo that my daughter and I started. This is a very interesting, wicked type of energy. But it is what I call the Ascension Age because I was met by extraterrestrials on the other side pre-reincarnation. And uh, they are the elders of uh, the light uh, white lighters or light workers, uh, we'll say. And uh, before uh, a girlfriend of mine in our group, Carla McCarty, and she was pre-Christian, but she was pre-reincarnation like I – and uh, Carla was a channel, and I was a channel, and uh, she met uh, this gentleman in Kentucky where I was living. But uh, now Carla uh, McCarty uh, has started a whole new movement, although she's on the other side now. I still work with her as a medium, but she uh, wrote a book as a channel. Well, she didn't really. Don Elkins and her husband, Jim, uh, McCarty. Uh, now, Carla was, uh, what was her name, Riker? Carla? I forget her last name, uh, but because uh, she was Carla McCarty later in life, she married Jim. Now, I didn't meet Jim. He was always going to the store, running around, doing things every time I talked to her on the phone. 
Uh, but I was supposed to go to their big event in Louisville and then uh, Hawaii with uh, Dr. Michael Sala. And I know uh, I talked to Michael Sala when he was on my radio show, but he's doing his own. He's really gone straight UFO mostly, not so much uh, uh, Wicca or uh, uh, extraterrestrial or CIA or intelligence. I don't know what you'd call what he's doing. Uh, I think he calls it exopolitics. So I think he's really into the political side. But there's much diversity in various energy and environmental groups that are Wiccan that inspire the goddess movement and spirituality, which I more align with because of the women. Now, it's not really by choice. It's what you gravitate to. And uh, Because when you ask people of choice and free will, uh, there's a diversity among individuals. So they have like a, you're saying it basically it's like an organization people form. Uh, I guess, I don't know how many women, a group of women, and they do certain activities and things together. Yeah, yeah. And they meet constantly for whatever reasons to do whatever projects, events, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know what that group wants me to do. They just want me to be in their group. So I guess that's a calling that they've chosen. Uh, so it was a young girl. There were younger girls. Now, remember, I'm 70. I'm uh, Melinda's mentor. <laughs> she said I could be. You're like my mother. You're like my mother and like my, you know, mentor. I, I said like a mentor. She said, yeah, like a mentor. How are you talking? I'm trying to talk like you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can talk as fast as I do. You can talk fast, but you slow down for me. I I appreciate that. (laughs) You and the Filipinos, I tell you, over in the Philippines, I talk to a lot of them. And I have to tell them, slow down, slow down, because we work on setting up domains, websites, and communications, and Mediacom, and, you know, AT&T, all over the world. They have what's called... uh, call centers, folks. I don't know if you're up on the way the world is, but uh, many people, especially in their young 20s, have gone to call centers. So they sit and they work for big companies all over the world. We have 195 countries on this planet, okay? And I imagine if they have any groups at all, they are wicked bound because of history with their archetypal symbols and their gods and goddesses and their supernatural being ways. But uh, technology, they have evangelists, including, now look up the gentleman. I use Canva. And one of the gentlemen in Hawaii, he's an evangelist like I am for cyberspace culture, are uh, building on the Internet. We speak a different language uh, that most people don't. Look up who owns Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. I know, but I want you to own because I referred Canva. you to be a Canva, right? Uh-huh. Canva. C-A-N-V-A. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tommy and Melinda Toma, on my Canva team. Toma, Toma Bravo. No, who owns Canva? C-A-N-V-A dot com. C-A-N-V-A dot com. Uh, the developer is web-based. 
So you can read so much Bravo for the record. Did I say it right? We didn't know he sold it. Oh, well, maybe I'm, uh, maybe Toma, I'm behind Tom. Toma Bravo. Just it is the developer and the publisher of Canvas, a web-based no, not learning. Canvas. Huh? C-A-N-V-A. Did you yeah, Canva. C-N-V-A? Who owns Canva? And Toma, Toma Bravo came up. Founded oh 2008, God. headquarters, Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Numbers of number of employees 1,291, revenue, etc. Sue M. Carthy, who's Bob? <laughs> the person's name uh, is Tama left Bravo. The Huh? Oh, there are people in our chat room. I don't know who they are. They're talking to each other. They're of the cat feline community <laughs> uh, talking to each other. Okay. Well, that's not who I'm thinking of. I was thinking of my friend from Hawaii, but let me. Oh, my God. Has he sold the company? Canva is a graphic design Canva. platform used to create social media graphics, presentations, posters documents, and other visual content. The app includes templates for users to use. The platform is free to use and offers paid subscriptions like Canva Pro and Canva for Enterprise for additional functionality. Users can also pay for physical products to be printed and shipped. And it says well, Canva not, um, was founded in Perth, the- Australia by Melanie Perkins, Cliff, and all these different people in 2012. Really? Yep. Launched in 2000. <laughs> I mean, it, it, each time well, it's you act, it's saying different things about the Canva. Yeah, because that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of another friend of mine. But Cliff Obrecht, Melanie Perkins, and Cameron Adams uh, in, uh, I guess, Australia, maybe? I yes. don't know. It says mm-hmm. $3.3 million. Yes. Perth, Australia. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, that's what about in the United States? Let's say Canva. This is interesting because uh, there's a gentleman, and I don't want to mention, I don't want to call forth people's names that aren't don't know that I'm doing it, but this is education, folks. This is an education radio station, and we also do readings, uh, but we'll do readings for you on a different day. But I didn't know the chat. Apparently, people can come on the chat room without me starting it. I had no clue. So, oh, maybe it's people in uh, Blog Talk Radio people. It says, Phil... Fidello Bob and Sue and Carthy with a cat. Uh, but folks, it's I'm learning too, uh, so you know, even though I've been here nine years. All right, so um, it says how much more time? Oh, uh, we've got 16 minutes left because we came on late. But okay. we've, uh, we, we've uh, called forth several ideas for our show but apparently people are helping us that i wasn't aware of it so we have a chat room and uh, i've had one for nine years but tommy hawksblood used to run the chat room for me was very good at it 
Tommy has since gone into his own YouTube in Hawaii, but he may came back to run the chat room. He likes to interact on the chat room, but he doesn't like to have people on his television shows or on YouTube or on radio too much. Oh, he has his own show as well? Yeah, I introduced him to Tina Bird, uh, a friend of mine in the U.K. that was doing events with Gary Hazeltine. uh, Gary was a law enforcement officer, and uh, he does – uh, articles for my UFO uh, secret space community online, and uh, but Gary understands what I'm doing with you know unions and understanding groups and people and why we're evoking uh, groups, uh, not necessarily wearing black, but <laughs> black is, uh, is. I'll just tell you what. I know is a non-color in our reality in the Ascension Age. And so, folks, we have evoked the Ascension Age, but I've asked Melinda to evoke the membership, whether you're male or female, or he, the, uh, you can have whatever pronoun, he, she, we, uh, he, you, they, them, his, her, him, her, all those, uh, and also welcoming the LGBTQ and other community because we're growing and expanding and we are open and welcoming to all groups and regardless of your identifier uh, in cyberspace because it's all one big cyberspace culture. So uh, I asked Melinda to help me in radio, evoke radio, and I would pay the bill. Now, I am going to ask you folks if you like what we're doing Tell me what show you want to support. If you want to support a Wicca show weekly or monthly, please send in your $5 dues, and it's going to go to paypal.me forward slash TJ Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S, E-T, radio. Or Yes, pay, and uh, look that up. Uh, did uh Melinda, because you're going to be my co-host for Wicca, as okay. are any other group. We start in radio. Okay, so what did you want me to look up now? Look up PayPal and see who owns it, because I know our good friend uh, Elon Musk in this world. PayPal dot, yeah. And then I've got PayPal. I've got three. One for me personally, for me doing my readings, psychic readings. I've got one for PayPal.me. I'm going to put in TJ Morris ET Radio, which was a name brand that my Canadian publisher evoked. Yeah, oh, it, it's, it goes to ACO at TJ Morris ET Radio, Gulf okay, Breeze, Florida. American. Let me say yes, except cookies. It's got our ACO brand, which is our holding company in the uh, international arena of cyberspace culture for all you law enforcement intelligence officers. And in the FBI, we fall under the paranormal desk uh, for all of you intelligence officers that collect information on radio. But know that we aren't doing any of the uh, rituals of anything strange of uh, devil worshiping or any of that weird crap because I'm just going to call it what it is, crap. So now I've offended all those devil worshipers. (laughs) 
<laughs> now we don't consider Lucifer and Satan the devil, <laughs> but uh, on my Christian upbringing, uh, we don't we use the devil like we have an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other as the light worker and the and the dark lighter. <laughs> so we teach about uh, white lighters and dark lighters, white and dark. And uh, we don't like to separate it. So we, of the ascension, cosmos oracles are of, of reincarnative pleasure and uh, pain. We understand to learn senses and emotions of your nervous system in your meat suit is a, a simple layman way we talk about it. But I could get highly educated above my pay grade uh, are my level of expertise and words that I can barely even say uh, as neuroclast level. And we will do neuroclast and we will also do indigo class and ADHD. Now we will be having a gentleman from Canada. I work a lot with Canadians and UK uh, people in Britain uh, don't ask me why it's a Wicca thing. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. A calling an election made sure uh, in the uh, Christian or Latter Day Saint faith. We're we're either all or nothing, aren't we? Uh, all uh, all is everything in the entity of the source. But when you go back, if you believe in reincarnation. We go back and start with our Ancestry.com. Look up who owns Ancestry.com, will you, my co-host? Ancestry.com, which is another who, part of our okay. group. Who posts? It's a, uh, who is, uh, who owns? We who want owns? to know who the original, yeah, we want to know who, who, owns? who owns our software. A-N-C-E-S-T-R-Y.com. Because we're discussing different branches okay. of our It's a large uh, okay, it says yeah. privately held online based in Utah. Um oh. sounds like the, the CEO is Deb Lou. <laughs> Ancestry dot com. And acquired by Permiria Advertisers Advisors L L P. In Lehigh, that's Lehigh, Utah, the largest not-profit. But yep. it's a for-profit. It's not a non-profit like we are for Ascension Cosmos. But it Oracles. says it's, it's, a, a it's the largest commercial genealogy company in the world. Wow. There are very few people who haven't heard of it, which is true. Um, okay, it's owned by Having DRC, started which small, is the, the company has group. grown exponentially since 1997 and became a publicly traded company in November 2009. Wow. As of October 2012, Ancestry.com was acquired by Permira Advisors LLP, a private equity group. Wow. Well, what's the Blackstone, GIC, as of 2021, uh, there's a 800-615-6560 number. Who is the Blackstone Group? Will you look up who is Blackstone? Who is Blackstone? Yeah, who is the Blackstone Group? 
Because that's who owns it now, Blackstone. Blackstone? Heading okay, global fine. investment business investing capital on behalf of pension funds. Who it is Blackstone? Like, who owns Blackstone or who is Blackstone? Who owns Blackstone Group? It says... Uh, who owns Blackstone Group? Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's a global investment. Stephen Schwarzman? I don't know. I hope it's the same one. Blackstone Group. Black, it's, a, it's a Caucasian man. He have on a suit and a pink tie. <laughs> Founded since 1985. And it says... Stephen Schwartzman became a billionaire by managing money for other people. Dissatisfied uh-huh. by the level of transparency offered by the stock market, Schwartzman co-founded the Blackstone Group, a private equity firm in the mid-1980s. Today, Blackstone is one of the largest alternative asset managers. Now, they used a ritual called a cryptogram. Now, that's derived from the names of two founders, like Schwartzman and Peterson. Mm-hmm. So uh, Peter G. Peterson and Stephen A. Schwartzman, they started with 400000 uh capital called seed capital. Now, uh, do you have $400,000 you could put in, Melinda, for our company? No. Would you? You don't have that seed capital? I don't either. No. But wouldn't that be nice? Oh, <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be fabulous. <laughs> I'm sure God. you would give it to me for this radio show, right? Oh, yes, I would, definitely. If I had it, I would, I would just go right ahead here, T.J. Morris. It's fine. No problem. Well, we have in all right, well, you do that now. I want you to do that in the Wiccan way. So I want you to believe that you just gave me 400000 seed capital, okay? Okay. Because money is just a, a value of energy, see? So you just started this company for our Wicked day with 400000 seed. It, it's in our mind's eye, the alchemy and we'll exchange that. Now, these founders of Blackstone used a cryptogram. It's derived from the names of the two founders, Schwartzman and Peterson. Schwartz is, uh, I've worked for a multimillionaire named Schwartz. It's German for black. I worked for Newton Boris Schwartz in Houston for years and years. Now, mm-hmm. Peter is the head of the church, Petros, or Petra. Yes. That's the masculine and fem- okay. feminine rendering of a word for Greek, meaning stock or rock. So the two founders worked at Lehman Brothers, Lehman, Lehman, and yeah. served as the head mergers, global merger and acquisition businesses. Pro- uh, the prominent investment banker, Roger C. Altman, another Lehman veteran, had a position of Lehman Brothers to join Peterson and Schwartzman on Blackstone or at Blackstone uh, in 87, but left in 1992 to join Clinton administration as a deputy treasurer secretary. Clinton, that is as in William Clinton, the Bill Clinton, the president of the United States. So we evoked Trump and Clinton. We might as well uh, evoke Barack Obama because I like him. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was my mother's Democratic president. Bless her heart. She's on the other side helping us now. So we do have an other side, just like you've seen television shows with uh, Van Prague. Uh, James Von Prague, are you familiar with him? Uh, the name is not James Von Prague. What is it? Wait, that, is that the name of the person you're asking me to look up now? Well, he did uh, medium work. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, please look him up. James Van. You have P-R-A-N-E. to give me the last name. I don't know how to spell that name. Hold okay, on. Okay, well, you know it's spelled James and Van, but it has two A's. James it's really Von Prague. P-R-A-H. Yes, he's in our group here. In- Hold on. Uh-huh. James. Van. V-A-N. Yes, two words, space. The third word. P-R-A-A-G-H, so we're going to evoke his name for him to help him. He's a very sweet soul that has helped us in television shows, James Van Prague. Yeah, he's an uh, American author, producer, and television personality who describes himself as a clairvoyant and spiritual medium. He has written numerous books. Including New York Times bestseller, Talking to Heaven. Yeah, so he's a friend of ours here in Pensacola and in Gulf Breeze and Navarre, where I live in Gulf Breeze, folks, the Mecca capital of UFO Association here. I didn't want that position, but I was evoked to come here based on my daughter's traveling to the other world, transforming, passing, because life and death is strictly a part of transformation of like-minded souls that come and go from this planet as spirits. And James came here to do our uh, dinner in Pensacola meeting and a big uh, salon meeting with another woman of color, beautiful, beautiful, talented lady, Marsha. You want to look her up before we go? Um, Okay, Marsha who now? Uh, this is going to be a little hard. Marsha, uh, oh gosh, Marsha, uh, er- oh, it's Erica. We call her Magic Marsha, but uh, Erica, uh, why am I, Erica, uh, oh, uh, what's the last Bush name? Haney. B-O-U, her name is Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A, uh-huh. space. Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, Busserhain. She married a man with a French, I think it's French New Orleans, B-O-U-S-S-A-R-H-A-N-E. And she hired me in her bookstore to be a psychic. I can't, a I can't figure out how to spell it. You have to spell the, na- the last name. I got Marcia hyphen... And what's the last name? Because I really got to go. B-O-U-S-S. S-S. Did you get S's? A-R. S's, right? Yes. Yes, okay. A-R-H-A-N-E. A-R-H-A-A-N-E? No, just one A. Haney. H-A-N-E. Okay. 
And she is very much, uh, has a lot of witchy type of uh, domains. She is a formalized uh, medium here with James Van Prague, but she does our area choice events for psychics. Okay. So she's a gifted psychic medium. Okay. What, is, what can you find on her? Okay, I have the whole page here. It's 7 o'clock. I have to go. Okay, we'll go. Her connection okay. with, it says uh, her name, book we're reading, International Celebrity Psychic Medium, Erica Marcia Boucharne, I don't know how to say it, um, but Boucharne, has helped countless people with issues in relationships, career, family, health, finance, and more. She uses her mediumship, clairvoyance, Claire audience, Claire, Claire sentience, Claire sense, Claire sage, Claire eight, Clarence agency, and to help others find closure and insight into their lives. As a, a psychic medium, she is able to, to connect with loved ones who cross over to the other side. Erica's a general, generational psychic that uses no divination tool for her readings. She has been featured on TV and interviewed with national radio stations across the country. She hosts her own weekly popular radio show, Whispers from the Heart. So she's one of our sisters, our healers, our diviners. So I want you to come up with the name of my friend's in the psychic world for our group, Mar- uh, Melinda. She's a Marsha. You're a Melinda. You're M's, as psychic mediums go. When you come up with an M number, Melinda and Marsha. So I work with these two ladies in the Van Prague psychic medium world. James Van Prague trains people. I train people. Marsha trains people. And Melinda's going to because she's uh, going to learn all the things I do, I hope, <laughs> And mentoring in uh, radio, television, uh, readings, psychic work. And Melinda is now doing her own psychic work. And do you want to tell people how to get in contact with you in case they want a reading? Because uh, you need I'm to I'm going to leave that out for now. I'm, the next segment will okay. go in depth with everything. Because okay. I have to leave. I have to go. All right. Well, yeah, she does readings. Thank you so much for joining me today and starting our Wicca show. So we'll yes, I thank you very much for having me on, T, uh, Teresa J. Morris. I really appreciate it. And the next <laughs> segment, I'm looking forward to going in depth with what we really in, intentionally planned. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Now, All right. next Wednesday, we should have Sam Flanagan. Okay. okay. ADHD on the Wicca show. But uh, we're going to call it something. And maybe we'll make him on Thursday. But let's talk about that with him in Canada. All right. So we'll okay? talk tomorrow. Let's have, let's cut okay. up. Thank you. Blessings. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, folks. So that is Melinda T. D. Amico. D. Apostrophe A. M. I. C. O. Okay. Bye bye, Melinda. And uh, now she's off. Now, I would like to uh, make sure you guys know that uh, we will be here, and we are going to do uh, our theme of our project as a not-for-profit is for memberships. 
to help educate people and put them in their groups by their choice and work in teams or groups based on your state in the United States are your uh, in the EU we're going to work with them in Canada because I can only work right now because of I don't have much time left on the planet so I'm really evoking myself into educational YouTubes so please look up my Teresa J Morris host I have uh, from the ancient years uh, on the planet uh, various videos my, my music my story as the Atlantis Oracle uh, on uh, if you can find it, it you, your higher guide will lead you to where you're supposed to be, uh, and we will follow the television shows that are for us as Wicca-based uh, people uh, practicing in the United States uh, of America with millions and uh, akin to Druidism. And uh, we will have Richard lead the uh, Druidism. But on Sundays, we have strictly more uh, Christian-based metaphysical of today called the Ascension Age, which is Ascension Center organization from Hawaii as Ascension-based Ohana gathering humans. And that was started with me as director and then uh, Dr. Alexander Sasha Lesson, PhD in anthropology for Ace Folk Life under anthropology out of University of Kentucky. And we had the also invoked by our uh, reporters from uh, Ohio County Times News Magazine, Sam, that is a teacher at the University of Kentucky. And he was teaching pop culture, but he worked as a child and knew me as an adult doing weekly newspapers uh, in Ohio County for we only had two, one in Beaver Dam, Kentucky, and one in Hartford, Kentucky. But we had meetings at Bowling Green and at the university and outside the university, two different groups. And one, I went with men and women mixed, and one was women only at the uh, place there. But in Bowling Green, they were very uh, in fear of different groups. So I've had two groups shut down, friends there. And uh, then uh, the uh, girl that was like a twin flame from Atlantis, her, uh, I can't evoke her name because she's passed to the other side, but she had a store. And then Barry, I will evoke his name, Barry Gant or Gaunt, Barry Gaunt, G-A-U-N-T, because he is still working with me in radio. And uh, he and I have said we'll come on each other's shows and promote each other because we promoted each other. While he was with uh, UFO, um, he still is Mutual UFO Network. He quit for a while because he was working over uh, something I evoked to him about the uh, paranormal and spiritual. There was a psychic horse that got in touch with me from ancient times during Civil War because I lived back during that time uh, from Kentucky to Virginia, and uh, I fought for the uh, gray coats. We'll just leave it at that. But uh, this is historical. It's part of who we are. We don't really want it to go away, but it seems to be in this time with the children on the planet, they feel like because of things that separate us by color, uh, is racial and ethnic uh, cleansing in uh, words are in groups 
or if you want to say history, but how will it pan out? I don't know. That's why those of us that study world religions, rituals, customs, and uh, everything that is allowed by law, uh, a table deal here is how it will all pan out in this century because we live forever and ever as immortals, and that is our belief. Uh, And it's playing out with uh, people in television, and they use a lot of the good practices of the world in the United States with source reporting. So uh, source reporting, and uh, you find the facts, you get the facts, and if there's a story brewing, we're going to teach you people as citizen journalists in our group, ACL Press Club, to go out and get the facts if you can in person. Uh, boots on the ground is what we've called them for nine years. And the ascension process is the great awakening of consciousness in the higher universal order of where many of us live on the other side in other dimensions and other realms. And we practice knowing that reincarnation is a real thing when you understand spirit and soul. So we at the Ascension Center have educational books that we've written, and mine are on lulu.com, L-U-L-U, and that is a whole thing from the beginning of time, why they came up with the word L-U-L-U. And uh, that's where I, after I was with Iverse and uh, American News Publishing and American Publishing, and I had a magazine, American uh, News Magazine, but I had Americana, and I did music. And I uh, now I'm updating my preferences as a retired broadcast music incorporated, BMI, another group out of Nashville, New York, and other cities. But we are Broadcast Music Incorporated. And I used to take the packets out for the woman that's father evoked and started the group. BMI Inc. and uh, Broadcast Music Incorporated, and she lived in Nashville. And I was just uh, in, uh, evoking uh, BMI yesterday with a musician of nine years, helping him because he didn't understand how much time he had. He had over nine years, and he's only 27 because he started like when he was 18. So really, 10 years in music. But he, I was helping him apply for a job at BMI. We need people at BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated. So if you're interested or have uh, uh, roughly a, a two-year or five-year uh, bachelor's, but if you'd like to join BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated, please go to BMI Inc. and look for jobs, and you'll see the jobs that are available for you. So that's it for uh, not BM Body Mass Index, Broadcast Music Incorporated. <laughs> Somebody said Body Mass. Like, yeah, we do. Uh, we have a, uh, several guides uh, that we're invoking as uh, magazines. And one is spiritualitywellness.com. If any of you Wiccans out there are uh, psychics, uh, are spiritualists, are light workers, or truth seekers, uh, whatever group you relate to or identify with, spirituality wellness, W E L L N E S S dot com. And yesterday I vote, well, spiritualwellness.com already had spiritualitywellness.com. And uh, we're going to have to work on that together from this day forward with our Wicca spiritual wellness. Uh, and we have spirituality wellness magazine. Uh, 
which is me. I didn't know they put that on the map already, in Gulf Breeze. So we have Spirituality Wellness Magazine, Gulf Breeze. It's got my number, 850-376-9100. So I will go pay that bill. (laughs) Everything costs money, folks. And I have to pay American Communications Online for our American for Broadcast Music Incorporated, Broadcasting Music, and we do media, news, publishing, and video production, website building, and uh, we're doing our best to uh, help people in the spirit of light. Uh, we have the Cosmic uh, Spiritual Light Center in Sarasota, uh, Florida, and uh, it's Cosmic Center of Spiritual Light, non-denominational, and uh, we have various groups. And with Marsha, who leads our events, uh, because she is the promoter and was here before I got here. So I only got here in 2016, and she, uh, I don't know how she and I, she and I clicked with another lady that her husband worked. She was a highbrow, and she's gone back up with the uh, her husband that moved from here back up to New Jersey. Uh, so I'll have to get in touch with her on my phones. So uh, please keep an open mind, and uh, we have uh, good intention to do good work as uh, citizen uh, reporters with your phones, your smartphones. And if you're an entrepreneur, especially a woman doing business, get in touch with us. And uh, all you women that are doing homework are doing uh, guide work from your homes or a call center. Please let us know. Uh, We'll be more than happy to help you. We help various associations, including ARE, uh, and uh, in Palm Beach County, we have Astrology Awareness Center and Psychic in Palm Beach County, Florida, uh, Boca Raton, Florida. And so any of you guys and girls uh, that want to meet uh, up, uh, I would like you to be Uh, An official website, please. If you need one, please get in contact with me. There's uh, located near the Bay Food Mart area in St. Petersburg, Florida, Pillar of Light. But uh, I want to be able to see you on the Google map. And uh, that's why we're working in uh, cyberspace culture to build it. And I need to see you as a dot because uh, I live mostly off planet and spirit way out, way, way out in the universe. <laughs> and uh, we evoke spirit all the way down to the planet. And we're using uh, technology so people in 3D uh, can see. Uh, I've worked in 5D and 7D, but I, uh, I'm a 7D evoked universal conscious soul working with those above. Uh, and uh, our elders are still alive in spite of what they may kill them on on shows, but you just have to have faith. So faith, hope, and charity, and the greatest is love and community. And so uh, love and light, and we will return weekly, and we're going to build shows, and we will have our leaders and people that are the directors and the light workers and uh, chairpersons of committees for events and website uh, Builders, but I need to see your entrepreneurial site as a little red dot on the Google map. So please do that on my entrepreneurs. Woke will work wise Wicca. So uh, that is going to be our project. Woke will work wise Wicca. 
uh, in this year, 2021. So please be a part of our project. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in your dream state. And come visit Lucid Dreamers. Don't know when we'll be back, but we will be. Love and light, please. See you next week at Captain Sweet dreams are made of this. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something.